coming at you. Hey now, it's the weekend. It's payday. It's time to grab a beer. It's Brewing Company. Roll the open. I think when you put a tuxedo on a turd, some people forget that it stinks. Because, oh, look how nice it is. Yeah, but it smells like ass. All right, number one is a single with cheese. Number two is a du- Oh, wait a second. How did you get here? Because as professional as I am, I'm also a child. I still think farts are hilarious. Welcome in, everybody, and welcome back to the 44th episode of Brewing Company. I am your host, Matt Brubaker, and joining me today on a last-second call to the bullpen as we're just inside a month away from Ohio State football's kickoff and also, most importantly, my birthday. Uh, but we are welcoming in my guy, Mr. Too Much himself, Marcus Walsh. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, Brew. How's life? Dude, I hope to get hit by a bus in the next three days. I'm so tired. So what we're going to do, I'm going to say this very quickly. The show's episode, as you guys have seen, is titled Unscripted. The reason behind that is I don't have a script. And <laughs> I worked all weekend. So I got to tell you, my friend, I'm so happy that you at least are able to and agreed to do this. But I don't have a game. I don't have anything prepared. This is going to go straight off the cuff. But I do have a game to almost express the amount of pain, like mental pain and physical pain that I've been in since the last weekend. We're going to play a game at the beginning of the episode today. And it's called Guess How Much I Worked This Weekend. So this is what we're going to do. You said you had two drinks with you. Is that correct? <laughs> Seriously, this is the game I'm playing. It, it just came to me. You have a drink uh, with you? I have two, yes. Beautiful. What? Uh, pick one and open it as we speak. Okay. Wh- which one are you drinking first? If they're different. Well, it's, it's actually two of the same one. Okay. Oh. <laughs> what? Uh, what is it? What are you drinking? I am drinking an Island Southern Peach. Tom Hamilton, fresh off of his call of Tim Anderson getting his ass kicked. That's is right. Now on Down goes company. Anderson. Down goes Anderson. Oh uh, it's premium beer with all natural flavors. <laughs> okay. 12 full ounces, 4.5% alcohol. All right. Well, we might get you drunk here if you're a bad guesser. So this is what we're going to do. The game is called right. Guess How Much I Worked This Week. From Thursday to Sunday, there is amount of hours and amount of hours that I worked. You were going to guess those hours, and every time you get it incorrect, you have to take a drink. Okay. Deal? Got it. <laughs> Go ahead. What's your first guess? Four days from Thursday to last Sunday. How many hours did Brew work? And I'll tell you this. If you get it right on the first one, I will try to chug this whole beer. All right. This could get really interesting. Yes, it really could. And I will give you <laughs> higher or lower, so you at least have an idea. All right. 77. Well, I'll tell you this. 77 is the number of hours I worked from Monday through Sunday. So that's incredible. And for that, I'm going to open up my Coors Light and I'll take a big swig because that's incredible. So, yeah. Cheers to that guest. <laughs> that's hilarious. Man. Yeah, 77. And that's no lie. All right. Well, down goes that for me in the hatch. But no. Um, Thursday through Sunday, just four days. I'm telling you, man, that was actually a terrible guess because if I worked <laughs> Thursday through Sunday, 77 hours, I would have walked into traffic instead of looking for the bus. <laughs> oh no, I didn't work 77 hours in four days. It, is, it is lower than that. So next, I would hope, yeah. oh, and 
you don't have to drink that because you got the total number. So guess again. All right. Uh, and it is more than 40. Okay. Sadly, in four days. But go ahead. I think one of the really good Cleveland Indians of all time, for CC Sabathia, I'll go 52. <laughs> that's that's really damn close. So what I'm going to do, because this could go on all night, what I'm going to do is <laughs> I'm going to have you take a big swig, and then the answer is 53. So that's pretty well done. All right. <laughs> yeah. 53 hours and four days. Um, and then I drove a 16-foot box truck home, uh, loaded up top to bottom, front to back, and apparently there was a governor set on the truck, so I could only go 76 miles per hour. Um, then I unloaded the whole thing. Not I. It was me and my boss. Unloaded the whole damn thing today. So I'm exhausted. At some point, I'm going to get some sleep. But I, I do also, I'm a, I'm a proponent and I'm <clears> a fan of sticking to a schedule. And even when you're not up to doing something, you do it anyway. That's basically adulthood. Once you, once you graduate college, you're doing a whole lot of shit you don't want to do. I tell people all the time, you know, sometimes if you feel like crap, you just still have to grind through the day unless you feel like absolute garbage and then you just stay in bed. Well, yeah, I, I've had plenty of those days. Uh, so this episode is going to air. I do hope it's a short one because I really want to go to sleep. Uh, this episode is going to air on August the 11th. So I did pull up the August 11th happy blank days. And I, what we're going to do, this is going to be, again, off the cuff. So I haven't seen most of these. I'm going to scroll through them. And if I see one that's interesting, I'll pull it up. So the All first right. one that I see that is interesting to me the, <laughs> is National Align Your Teeth Day. So <laughs> for all you people out there with crooked teeth, apparently they're telling you to go get braces. I thought so, about I thought about a Visalign. I ended up going braces, had braces oh, for the last yeah. couple of years in college. You remember those? They were the, yeah. the blue ones, small bands. I remember that you had braces, and I also remember the time that you came into Convo and you shaved your beard over the Thanksgiving holiday, and you looked like you were just born. <laughs> Scared the hell out of me. Uh, so today is National Align Your Teeth Day, so keep that in mind if you guys have crooked teeth. Uh, we also have National Face Mask Day. Now, I know we're getting close to football. I don't think that's what they're talking about because there's a very beautiful woman that's half naked laying in a like a <laughs> Seriously, she's got a towel on, but I mean, okay. But she's got what looks to be icing on her face. So I'm thinking this is more of go. like a healthy thing and not a football. Oh, it's it, oh, it's probably like a guava, honey, sure. avocado bowl crap. Yeah. What? I thought that's the crap you're supposed to eat. Not not so. You mean to tell me I could go to Chipotle and get a burrito and ask for on the side guacamole and just smear it over my face and no one look at me funny? I said guava and honey. Oh, I thought one. you said. Oh, see, I'm and, tired, and, man. And, and then I said avocado. I thought, oh yeah. So well, I'm not a total green, idiot. One of the green. No, no, yeah. no, no. Guacamole one is one made of from the green avocado. Types of things, you know, those green masks. That, women put on their face oh god this one's interesting the next one is called national fufu day <laughs> now <laughs> this apparently is a west african dish i thought it was just <laughs> it's a strange. dish yeah it's, it's a food <laughs> now if if i'm being completely honest and nothing against the west african culture but that doesn't look appetizing that what's it look like ass <laughs> i was I'm, i was hoping you being a former radio play-by-play -play man you'd be a little bit more descriptive than oh I'm, I'm sorry excuse me 
um, mixed green ass. <laughs> That's what it looks like. But again, nothing against the West African culture, but I'm not going to try that. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, oh, this is too beautiful. And I wish I could have prepared for this son of a bitch. August the 11th <laughs> is National Presidential Joke Day. I got to be honest. There's got to be a lot out there for Joseph Biden right now. I'm too tired to think of any. We might have to circle back on August the 25th and I'll come up with some Biden jokes. But <laughs> August the 11th is National Presidential Joke Day. Uh, I'll let, that, that'll that be our question this week. Uh, since I wasn't able to prepare and I, tr- I truly apologize, but you guys have to cut me a little grace this week. The question this week on Spotify is going to be, what is your best presidential joke? It doesn't just have to be about Josephine. It could be about anybody. Uh, I would prefer Joseph jokes. So I would like you guys to send me your favorite presidential joke. Not that it's a joke, but it's the funniest presidency is a joke. You're correct. (laughs) (laughs) No, what I was going to say, not that this is a joke, but um, the closest thing I could think of involving a president was what Frank Caliendo said when I saw him in Charlotte and he was talking about Trump and he said, Donald Trump is the only man in America that could say the same word twice, but use the first and add a suffix, thus making it an adjective. Like, for instance, he could say, it was the most stupendously stupendous thing in the history of the world. That's the closest thing I could think of in terms of a presidential joke. All right. Well, I got to stop you there, Frank, because you've already (laughs) used that joke. I know I did. The last time you were on. I know I'm tired, but... (laughs) (laughs) You're not that tired. I'm not that tired. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that was the last episode. Now, it was funny the first. It's still funny, but you got to come up. You have to come up with a new presidential joke. You yourself have to go on Spotify and comment a better and new presidential joke. And you can't use Biden's presidency. That's mine. I'll uh, I'll have to do a little research. This is maybe one of my most favorite and cool, happy blank days of the entire season. August the 11th is National Hip Hop Day. Uh, Marcus is a lot whiter than me, and I'm pasty. So I asked him earlier. <laughs> You're pasty. I'm Irish. <laughs> Do you remember? There is a difference. Larry's not white. Larry's clear. Yeah, Larry's not white. <laughs> Larry's clear. That's one of my all-time favorites. <laughs> that was before people got mad about jokes. Uh, but National Hip Hop Day today is August the 11th. So I think what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to bring out Mila from the garage. I'm going to drive her around Columbus. I'm going to bump up the stereo. So what I've done for you guys is I've come up with a Bruin Company Hip Hop Day playlist. If you guys would like to add this to your stereos on a Friday and bump on your way and home from work. I am a country guy. I love country music, and that's my go-to 98% of the time. Certain times in life, though, country music doesn't fit the mood. I didn't pull up to a lot of basketball games in high school cranking Miranda Lambert. Uh Now, in in all seriousness, though, (laughs) I had Miranda Lambert's first CD. She's excellent. I love Miranda. And I'm going to break your heart for a second. Carrie Underwood does nothing for me other than looking at her. I'm not a big fan of her songs. That's probably an unpopular opinion. Just saying. I got you. But I did pull up to a, we pulled up to Pickerington High School North to go to a golf tournament. And I had my windows down and I had her, uh, her first CD blaring. Maybe we can throw that one on. I know it's obviously hip hop day and Miranda Lambert is the furthest from hip hop. Actually, not the furthest. Marcus and I are the furthest from hip hop. 
But for Miranda Lambert, if you guys wanted that song, the song is called Kerosene. When I hear that word, I think of Daniel Stern and Home Alone 2. Harry, you were an aftershave? <laughs> no, that's not aftershave, Marv. That's kerosene. The rope is soaked in it. Um, yeah, it, it's called kerosene. But I do see another song that really kind of encapsulates how I feel after this weekend. Song number eight on the album called Kerosene is titled I Want to Die. And after this, <laughs> after this weekend, I might relate to those lyrics. Uh, so we'll come back to that in a moment. Uh, but I do have our Bruin Company Hip Hop Day playlist. Um, Eminem, Till I Collapse, one of my all-time favorites. That can really get me bumping up for a basketball game. Forever Young by Jay-Z. Young Jeezy, Go Getta. I don't know if the next song is one that we can talk about a lot now because everyone hates this guy. But Ignition by R. Kelly is a great song. Maybe he's not a great person, but that's how I ended every one of my college radio shows was Ignition because they were that's talking right. about the freaking weekend. Let's have some fun. Absolutely. I love that song. I forgot about that. That's a, that is a great song. No Other doubt. great ones. We've got Tupac. That one's called, by the way, I threw down California Love. Uh, we've also got, and this goes out to my old boss uh, at State Auto. He turned me on to this song and I listened to this on repeat all day for like three weeks. It's called Crew by Goldlink. I highly recommend you checking out that one. Um, I won't name all the songs, but I threw out a couple of songs from Tyga, not to be confused with Tyga Woods, just Tyga. That, I wrote down Taste, great song. Donald Trump, that could be a, a presidential joke day, but it's by Rest in Peace, Mac Miller. Uh, my guy B. Jinks loves Wiz Khalifa, so I threw down No Sleep if you want to add that to a playlist. Uh, Nipsey Hussle, I think, also dead. A lot of dead people on this list. Uh, Last Time That I Checked, great song. Kanye, song Click, excellent song. Uh, I do really also like a lot of Lil Wayne songs. Which, side note, why does every rapper have to be Lil something? I have no idea. I want a rapper to be coming out, and his name would be Lil Dick. (laughs) Just... You never know. Everyone else has got a little something that would be that might be a self-admittance and a problem. But someone out there might have to use that name. Little Wayne, little Dick. There is a little Richard, right? Isn't he like, a, is, yeah, like old school like Motown? Oh, yeah. No. Little yeah. Richard. I think is he an actor or a singer? No, he, he was a singer. OK, I was and, right. And I think he's still alive. One of my all time favorite songs, and I'm not even ashamed to admit this. I think I brought it up when Mark was on. We were talking about our uh, top five, like. Um, what's the thing when you like something like guilty pleasure songs? I'm real by Jennifer Lopez and Ja Rule is one of my all-time favorite songs. How quickly I forget, little Richard actually passed away on May 9th, 2020. Richard Wayne Pennyman. Little Richard. Uh, here's a great song. And there's probably I'm actually certain of this. And if you guys want to go and listen to it and find all of them, there's a lot of sexual innuendos and undertones in this next song. And since I'm so tired, it's going to be funnier to me. But by Lil Kim, another Lil in there, Magic Stick. You ever ever heard that song? One of my all-time favorites. The next episode, which I would hope you don't just turn this one off and wait for the next episode. This one could suck. I'm sorry. But the next episode by Snoop Dogg is great. Hopefully this episode is good on Bruin Company. Will Smith getting jiggy with it. Uh, and the last one is by Notorious B.I.G. Shout out to my buddy Pode, who knows every word to this song called Hypnotize. So there we go. There, there you is go. your Bruin Company 
hip hop day playlist. Please turn your stereos up. Don't get pulled over by the police. I actually almost swear to goodness. I almost got a ticket in Cleveland when I first got Mila. I was driving to work full blast and it was some rap song. Of course, cop comes up next to me on my left and he looks at me. And he's like, Hey, I know that's a great stereo, but turn it down if you want a ticket. <laughs> so I so I turned it down. But I he was very nice and he didn't get out of the car. He was just next to me and he he was right next to me. Just and just by the way you said it, it sounds like he was he's a very nice guy. Yeah. And now every time when my radio is bumped up and I see a police officer, I turn it down because I don't want a ticket. I don't have the right. money to pay for groceries, much less a ticket. So there you go. So that's our happy blank day for the day. Uh, but the best, without question, is going to be Hip Hop Day. So if you guys want that playlist, uh, feel free to go back and listen and add that to your playlist. And then just make sure when you do see state highway patrolmen or local police officers that you turn it down. I don't want Bruin Company to get you tickets. And please, if you do get one, don't send them to me. I will not pay for it. Sir, I think you're going to be very happy with me because, one, my Braves are in first place. They are. So I have continued to pay a little bit more attention to just the sport in general of baseball. There you go. I will also try to make you happy in the fact that I think I'm becoming a little bit more open to and accepting of the idea of the pitch clock. I coming into the season, everyone knows by now I don't like change. If it was up to me, I wouldn't change anything for the rest of my life other than working 53 hours in four days. But I do like the fact that not that I need to get out of here and like, oh, I, if I want to watch a baseball game, I'll watch a baseball game. I don't care how long it takes. But I do like the fact that it it moves a little bit faster. There's not as much unnecessary stuff that goes on. And I do think it's actually become a little bit more entertaining outside of the team or the teams that you want to win a baseball game. Obviously, I want to watch the Braves and I want to watch them win. So I will try to make you happy in a couple one in a couple ways. One, I've paid more attention to baseball as a whole. And two, I also think that the pitch clock is kind of working. And I think it's made baseball a little bit more entertaining. Well, I'm I'm all for, you know. You watching more baseball, becoming more of a fan of baseball, it still is a great game. It took me a while to really get into the pitch clock as well, but we're seeing the positivity out of it with the fact that I think on average, games are about 25 minutes shorter this year than they were last year. I think it was about 238 that they're averaging this year as opposed to three hours last year. But yeah, for the most part, like I, I either watch or listen to the Guardians, you know, every day, and they're averaging about two, two and a half hours. Let me uh, ask you this. How do you in in South Carolina, mm-hmm. how do you watch or listen to your team here in Cleveland? I have the MLB at Bad App on my oh, phone. It's like twenty dollars okay. a year. And then I have MLB must be nice TV or whatever for my Xbox that I oh. split with my brother. So I've got them both ways. Oh. I currently have the Guardians on right now, volume down, of course. Can you watch the Braves oh, or sure. can you just watch your team? You can, Yeah, with MLB at bat or TV, whatever, you can watch whomever. 
Um, I have I have caught some of the Braves certainly, but oh. I get them on cable. Anyhow, you lucky no, bastard. So there's no reason for me to get them on my phone or get them on the Xbox because I've already got them within my cable package. Oh, I might have to get a password from you and chip in some cash here next year. Or you can just move on down. And you know what? Yeah, move I, on down a little closer. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. I. But th- the thing that sucks is when we come down to Hilton Head, Bally Sports is not on U- YouTube TV. I was about to say YouBoob TV, which I think is a different website altogether. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. They're not on YouTube TV. So when I'm in the region where I would be able to watch a Braves game, I'm still not able to watch a Braves game. That that really bunches my shorts. You don't have a cable package where uh, where you stay? No, because everyone except Brew has streaming. I hate streaming. But I might next year, I might throw you a couple of bucks or, you know, I don't know. I'll give you a hug or something. And I, I might be able to see <laughs> that password. And I got to watch the Braves, man. And I, th- I think and maybe you're the person to ask this question. I think baseball over most professional sports, I think, is the most nostalgic. Is that correct to you? Do you think that's oh, right? Yes, without question. It's a, it's maybe not anymore, but it's quote unquote America's pastime. And I, I just think it's for the most part until maybe the last couple of years, it's a slower sport. And a lot of it is for, dare I say, older people. And here's here's the thing with this is just what I thought of when you mentioned it's a slower sport. The pace of the game, for the most part, with the pitch clock, going back to the pitch clock real quickly, is not changing much. Right. The pace is the way it is, but the flow of the game is going quicker because a lot of the minutia and the plethora of time that was given, you know, for Nomar Garcia part of oh, flip yeah. his batting gloves and do all that. 50 million times before he would get in the batter's box. You think of Mike Hargrove back in the day as a human rain delay. All of that is out the window. It is out the window with this pitch clock. So everything that you don't need that was taking up time where games are going three hours and 35 minutes, they're down to two hours and 52 minutes because all that stuff is out the window. I I do like it. I just, to me, it seems more nostalgic because you, you go to a baseball game or you listen to the announcers or you watch them on TV. And this sounds crazy. And I'm a TV guy or was, I loved watching the Braves on TBS. Oh, yeah. I love their music. I love their graphics. I love their announcers. Yep. So when I watch the Braves, if I'm able to, and I can see them on their local channel, it was cool when you're going to have to tell me his freaking name again. Who's the younger Braves announcer that just went to the Cardinals? Is it skip or chip? That would be chip Carey. We, we have to come up with a way for my dumbass to remember who was it again? Chip? Chip. So I the, like Skip. Was with the Chicago Cubs, the Atlanta Braves. Now he's with the St. Louis okay. Cardinals. So Skip, I like Skip. Skip, his father, Dead. passed away yeah. via diabetes in 2008 yeah. or 2009. His father, Harry, yep. was the voice Dead of as the well. Chicago Cubs. Yep. I don't know why I can't keep those straight. It's probably because they have rhyming names and they do the same profession Probably. for the same teams. But I, for me, it's nostalgia. But what I'm going to tell you, and I think this is where you're going to fall over, is over the last couple of weeks, because I haven't found a way to watch the Braves on any streaming or any illegal platform, I found a way to listen to the Braves on the radio. 
Do you remember how adverse I was in college to doing baseball games on the radio? I'm like, I'm never doing this shit. Yeah, you you were the guy that was like, I'll I'll control you. I'll listen to you talk for four hours. No, I didn't even. I know I didn't even listen to you. I just sat in the room. Well, and when I heard you yeah. say WRDL Ash, and I hit you off, and I threw some I threw some music or a commercial up. But I I can't do baseball on the radio. Don't don't worry. I'm not offended that you weren't listening to me. Even if you were, that's just how I feel. <laughs> but. I think I think I've crossed over yet another threshold of getting old. And I think it's listening to baseball games out of market on the radio. So and the cool thing is, and this is why I brought up nostalgia. The cool thing is the guy that's the main play by play guy. I don't know his name. He's pretty good. I like for, it. for TV or radio No, for the radio. I don't have I can't watch TV. I, that's true. I think it's Ben Ingram. I believe that's exactly Jesus. You know yeah. everything. But Joe Simpson says too. <laughs> yeah. Joe Simpson does the game. So he does like the fifth, yeah. sixth, and seventh innings. And that takes me back to the couch with my grandpa oh, yeah. watched them back on TBS. Joe and so, Skip. Skip and Joe. Yeah. Again, I sound really old. And at some point, I'm going to have to go sit out on the front porch and watch the traffic go by before the night's over. But I think baseball's nostalgic, man. I have a good um, example of that too with the fact that the first team that I listened to, or the first team that I watched, of course, was the Cleveland Indians. I can't say that anymore. That's offensive. It's guardians. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. I'm not offended. I don't get offended by anything. The rest of the country is. But back when I was first listening to the Cleveland, we'll say guardians before that, the Cleveland baseball organization, (laughs) the CBO brought to you by progressive. It was Tom Hamilton and Herb Score. Herb okay. Score was the voice of Cleveland. And Tom came in in 1990 and did games with Score for seven years. And, I mean, that was extremely nostalgic, too. And then, I mean, it went from, from Herb Score to Dave Nelson to Matt Underwood. Mike Keegan obviously did games with Tom Hamilton for years on the radio as well. And, yeah, there's just something about the – the roar of the crowd and the, the roar of whether it's, you know, the still the crowd or whatever, or it could be the broadcast equipment, just the it's extremely, extremely nostalgic. You're you're exactly right. Well, let me get your opinion on this, because I only heard about it. And then I heard the call from your boy, Tom, about the fight between Ramirez and Tim Anderson. What really caused that? I saw that Tim Anderson was kind of, I think, standing over Jose Ramirez. He was. But it didn't really look like it was anything from an excessive standpoint. Do you think he said the magic word, maybe in Spanish, and then all of a sudden it just went off the walls? I honestly think from what I've watched, what I surmised, and I did not see the play live. I heard about it, and then I went back and I saw the replay. And what happened was Jose went into second base And typically, you know, the infielder kind of comes down and picks him up if he's having a difficult time getting off the base. So he was having a difficult time, whatever, and he kind of was hoping that Anderson would would, uh, help him up. But honestly, there was a little bit of brouhaha stuff happening previous to this. Not to be confused with Bruin Company, brouhaha. When Cleveland was in Chicago last weekend. Okay. So I think it was all kind of boiling over. And I had heard, I don't know how accurate this is, obviously, but I had heard from some people that Tim Anderson was getting into the face, 
that he was taunting and jarring at some of the Cleveland Guardians, especially some of the younger players like Gabriel Arias. Jose slides into second, and he's looking to get up whatever. Tim Anderson does something or says something. Jose, you know, took maybe a little offense to it, but Tim Anderson came up looking like mean Joe Frazier wanting to swing at Jose, and that's when Jose decked him with the right, and down goes Anderson! Down goes Anderson! He goes down like a sack of potatoes! That's the fresh material we need from you. You have to retire the Frank Caliendo story. That That's really well done. It was, what, two days ago? You've already got it in the arsenal. Saturday, I, yeah. I would say this. from Saturday night's all right for fighting in Cleveland. From at least Anderson's standpoint, it sounds like from what I saw on video, and then, again, it's not like you have sources there, but just from the way you described it to me, it sounds like he got what it was deserved. You got that right. At the same time, I think the other thing that's interesting about that is, though, he escalated it so quickly. Yeah. Like when Ramirez gets up, he instantly just drops his glove and his ball or not his balls, just the ball. (laughs) But he went down very, he looked kind of soft. Like my boss showed me the video two or three times. And I thought, I swear to God, I thought he flopped like LeBron James. I'm like, did he actually get hit? That's what I heard too, that he was acting. It didn't look like he got hit. So either Jose Ramirez has the strongest knuckles in Major League Baseball. He could. Or Tim Anderson should be the first fine for flopping. And I know he's in a different league, but they should suspend him six games. And the NBA should send him a $10,000 fine for flopping because it didn't look like he got hit that hard. I've also heard a lot of people say that it's finally interesting to see that Tim Anderson and the word hit are finally in the same sentence because apparently he's not hitting the ball at all but at least he got hit in the Guardians game, but it was by Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez is always known for talking to Andre Knott, and whenever he hits a home run, Andre says, you know, I have to ask you, what pitch was that? And, of course, in every other question, Jose's talking in Spanish, and he looks at Andre and he says, home run pitch. And, and so for him to say home run pitch, now Andre could say, you know, what kind of punch was that? And Jose could say, that was a knockout punch. <laughs> That's good. Knock man. Knockout okay. punch. Okay. This is why I like the unscripted ones because we have nothing planned. Oh, I have a couple other stories I can tell, but I'm glad you brought that up. That's a pet peeve of mine. If you can speak English and you <laughs> choose to not, that pisses me off. I think that's lazy. But if you can speak it, do it. It's like, it, what, it's what's the, the movie with uh, Samuel L. Jackson? English, mother, do you speak it? I don't know that what would movie be that's Pulp from. Fiction. That's right. I love that line. You understand, like Hideki Matsuyama from the PGA Tour. He has been one of the best golfers on the PGA Tour for probably the last 10 years. He's a major winner. Right. You mean to tell me in 10 years he hasn't learned any English? None whatsoever? I, I Maybe maybe the guy, his interpreter is, you know, he needs this paycheck and needs this job. And he's like, yeah, for for the sake of you, sir, I will be lazy and not speak English. That that bugs the hell out of me. I'm still. I know my guy Kevin loves Wendy's, but I'm starting to think that the fast food chain of Wendy's, they've dropped the they've dropped the ball, man. 
I don't know what it is about their hiring process, but something's lacking because I went up to Cleveland last week to work Brown's training camp. And I stopped at Wendy's to get a breakfast sandwich. I go through the drive through I'm the only one in line. It's like 9.15. I pull up. I sit there for like a minute. No one answers the little, hello, welcome to Wendy's. No one's there. I'm like, shit, maybe they're, maybe they're closed. Finally, some dude comes up. Hi, welcome to Wendy's. What can I get for you? I said, I'd like the number five, please. The sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. And instead of coffee, can I have, I think it was a Dr. Pepper. He goes, sure. Anything else? I'm like, no, that'll be all. Thank you. He goes, what's your name? I'm like, what the hell do you need my name for? I was like, Matt. He goes, what? I'm like, Matt. He goes, spell it. I'm like, sweet God. M-A-T-T. He goes, is this a mobile order? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm in the drive through asshole. I'm hungry. It's not a mobile order. My name is Matt. Give me my damn sandwich. I haven't even left the ordering station. Right. Yeah. And he finally comes in. And he goes, this isn't a mobile order. What was your name again? And oh, I, my. And. I try to have patience because as a Christian, I'm told to love everybody, but I'm telling you, man, in 2023, it is so damn hard to love some people. This guy, I wanted to, but I, I, I can't because I used to work at Kroger and people treat people really badly. What I wanted to say my name was, was next in next in line. Give me my sandwich. But I said, my name is Matt. And he goes, all right, it'll be like five 36. Oh my God, that was difficult. I pull around and now I saw the guy like I put face to stupid. <laughs> I, I saw the guy and he looked, had no idea what was going on. Uh-huh. Like That'll be 536, please. And I gave him the card. He gave it back to me. And some very nice lady just brought me the food. So I don't know if he was working there by himself. Maybe I should give him a little bit of grace here. Might have been his first day on the job. <laughs> I, I couldn't get over the I'm in the drive through. And he asked me if it was a mobile order. Now, I never do the mobile orders because I don't trust the mobile orders. But I'm assuming that when you do the mobile order, you go inside to pick it up. Isn't that correct? Yeah, for we've actually done some of those. Oh, um, for the most God. part, that's that's the case, yeah. So it, it's always something, man. But I'll, I'll end on a good note. And then I'll ask you if you have any interesting stories about fast food or stupid people. I think I might have shaken the world of a subway worker's life and also a nurse's life over this past weekend. I rocked their worlds and it wasn't in the bedroom. I I made them so confused about a simple request at subway. You've heard what I do at subway. What do I do when I get a foot long in subway? Don't Uh, you remember? Okay. uh, Don't guess because I'll just tell the story. So I go to Subway. This is at like nine o'clock on Thursday. This was after a 15 hour workday, mind you. I'm hungry. So uh, a guy that was working with us and and myself, he drives a Tesla, by the way. It's like riding in a computer. It was cool. I've been in two of them. I actually just had an Uber in a Tesla. It's like not riding in a computer. It's like riding on air. It's like you're riding on a cloud. A MacBook Air. That's what it is. So so good it was cool so we we got to subway and he puts in his order and he does it i guess the way america calls normal 
I asked, apparently they've changed the whole menu, by the way. Again, threw me for a loop. I don't like change. I'm looking for the Italian BMT. Apparently now it's the ultimate BMT, which they add more meat and more cheese, and they want to see which one is more strong. Is it going to be the meat and make you crap quicker or the cheese to clog you up faster? So I ordered the ultimate BMT, and she goes, "What?" Oh, she asked what cheese first. I said pepper oh. jack. She goes, okay. And I, she didn't even ask, would you like this toasted? I just said, and can I have that in the microwave? She froze. She had no idea what I was bringing up. She goes, what? I'm like, can I have that in the microwave? She asks why. <laughs> um, so I had to explain to her why my thought behind the microwave. I had to explain why I want the damn thing in the microwave. First of all, dun, 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 brew likes his sandwiches toasted. No, I don't. I don't like them toasted. I like them in the microwave. First oh, of all, I figured, oh, I figured that was the same thing. No, okay, no. So apparently, I'm rocking your world too. Yeah, apparently you are. So she she was confused. She was younger, nice girl, very nice girl, just confused. And I think I confused her. The guy at Wendy's, he was already confused. I yeah. confused the girl at Subway. This could be my fault. But she asks why. So I had to explain my reason. I said, well, I really like. The cheese melted like you would in the toaster, but I like bread that tastes more like homemade. I like it softer. I like it warm. I don't like it crispy. She goes, oh, "Oh, well, apparently Subway now doesn't have the microwaves in the front where you can see everything. They're in the back. I didn't know this. So she takes my sandwich and she goes in the back and she was gone for like two minutes. (laughs) So this lady walks in. She's a nurse. She probably got off of a very long shift, probably maybe as long as mine. She's standing there and she asked me, hey, is anyone working here? (laughs) Said, yeah, she's in the back with my sandwich. It's in the microwave. She goes, what the hell is it in the microwave for? (laughs) And I was like, damn it. So I had to explain to this. She's very nice, by the way. Right. I had to explain to her. Well, you know, I, I like my cheese melted. I like everything warm, but I don't like it crispy. I like homemade bread. I like it soft. She goes, I've never heard that before. You're like the first person that's ever done that. I'm like, I, I really don't think that's an accurate statement. I blew these ladies' minds. So I told her, I'm like, I, I hope she comes here soon because if you put it in the microwave too long, it's just going to be stale and like a brick. And she was gone for a couple more minutes after the two minutes she was already gone for. So I'm talking to this nice nurse lady and she goes, so how long have you done this for? I'm like, my entire life. I like. I love bread and I like soft homemade bread. She goes, I've never heard that before. I said, you should try it. Whatever you get your sub, just throw it in the microwave. She goes, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm like, it's not like you're dipping it in dog shit. It's the microwave. The, the subway lady, she was working by herself too, by the way. She finally comes out and she goes, man, that was difficult. <laughs> she goes, but I found out there's a sub button on the microwave. I'm like, yes, this is not new technology. This isn't a Tesla. It's a microwave. So she goes, does this look okay? I'm like, it looks perfect. Like you did a great job. So the late, the nurse lady's behind me. She's watching this whole experience. She's it's like, she's watching some breaking news on CNN. There you go. So she goes, what else can I do? What else can I do for you? What else do you want on the sandwich? I'm like, well, I'll make it easier. I just want lettuce. (laughs) She goes, that's it. I'm like, yeah, that's all I want. It's so simple, folks. Ham, salami, cheese, microwave lettuce. That's all I want. She goes, you don't want any like vegetables? Nope, I'm good. (laughs) The nurse is shocked. 
She goes, any dressings? Nope, I'm good. She goes, you don't want any dressings? I'm like, no. Why is this all? Why am I always getting pushback every time I order at any restaurant ever? This is not hard. So the nurse, <laughs> the nurse chimes in. She was on my side, but she felt the pain of the subway worker. She goes, yeah. so <laughs> she goes, I've had to wait all this time just because of a microwave. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm really sorry. And I said, but you should seriously, you should try it in the microwave. I'm trying to push this. I'm trying to like start something apparently in America because no one knows that the microwaves work. She goes, well, I, I think you should go on like your Instagram or go on TikTok and try to push this to the masses. She goes, but if you go go viral and I see that all of a sudden people are in front of me and delayed me more because of the microwave, I'm going to know it's you. I'm like, <laughs> maybe remember how we tried to get you to go viral? Maybe yeah. this is how I go viral is Maybe I reintroduce right. this new technology of the microwave. But I, I blew these ladies' minds. I just I just saw a show called I okay. think it's the Food That Built America. And it's on the History Channel. And they were talking about how Swenson's okay. and uh Stouffer's ended up having the battle for TV dinners, Ooh. thus creating the microwave. For those to be heated up in and all of yeah. that it just made me think of that i tell you what I, I just didn't think that was like this big new thing right so apparently it is but i was i was so shocked leaving there that there was four people in this subway me and three people that had never seen this little thing done it's good folks trust me and she did a great job i got back to the hotel i sat in the bed i turned on my heating pad because my neck's still driving me nuts it was a great sandwich, so I give her a ton of credit, although I did get a little more pushback than I like from Subway. You and I both are communication majors, mm -hmm. and so I wonder what on earth and why on earth has communication gone sideways and backwards these days? Sam and I were just getting a pizza a few weeks ago from New York City Pizza on Hilton Head, and we ended up having this guy who said, you know, he's going to deliver the pizza. I paid for him to get in all the way to the F unit here, not to be confused with the G unit, but the F unit. Wait, here the, at, the F unit? That's that's where I live, yeah. He, he goes, Jeez. actually, and doesn't even let us know where he is and the fact that he's coming into the parking lot. We apparently just missed him. He goes all the way up to my apartment and leaves it on my door. We had no freaking idea where the heck this guy was. Sam's like, I'm going to go up and get my stuff, check on this pizza. And it was sitting right outside my door. I'm like, hello, uh, hello. A little warning would be nice that you were here and you dropped off my pizza. Was it was it from Red Boy Pizza? No, it was from New York City Pizza. <laughs> Red Boy Pizza has had some struggles over you. That's why I was one of their spokesmen. Come and get your meat. Last thing, my friend, here before we get started, Sir Marcus, is a couple of, I guess it was the last episode with my guy, Justin Heilman, as we were talking about getting some autographs with guys of the such of Marvin Harrison Jr., Emeka Buka, Kyle McCord, and Sonny Styles. We looked into what I think is the most important of the preseason teams to really be made aware of before this college football season starts. It's not the All-American teams, not all Big Ten or whatever conference you are now the, the big fan of. 
it was the college football's all-name team. Last week or the last uh, episode, we went through the entire list, offense and defense. So I asked Marcus before this recording of this episode if he had heard it yet, and he said no. And I think that's excellent because now I think this will be just a lot more fun. And as I told you there, Marcus, the best name in college football of 2023 plays right here in the Buckeye State. He's at OU. He wears number 69, and his name is Parker Titsworth. I know he may not win the Heisman Trophy of college football, but if you're asking me, he is the front runner for the all-name Heisman Trophy, Parker Titsworth. But that week after, as I was recording and then editing, I couldn't sleep one night. I'm thinking, I think I need to do some more research into these kids. These are fa- and they're fascinating names. Some of them are hilarious. Some of them are just weird, but they still come out funny. Some of them are just cool. I wanted to do a little bit more of a deep dive. So I've come up now with some family members' names of these fantastic 2023 all-name team guys. So at quarterback, we went through, Marcus, the whole offense and the whole defense. So I hope you still go back and listen to it so you can hear all of them. Oh, I, I for sure will. But at quarterback from Oklahoma, the guy's name is General Booty. Now, Shep drafted him first overall last year because maybe he's an ass guy. But I found out that General Booty's grandmother's name is first name Grabenda. <laughs> Grabenda Booty. I'm I'm pretty sure that's Dutch. And I think the best part about this is you haven't heard any of these names before. And this now comes back to my whole intention of when I have you on is just to make you laugh. That's so this, right. This is going to be excellent. So I'm going to try to get in the name before you laugh so everyone else can hear it. And I have to just do my impression of Keith Jackson. <laughs> it's Oklahoma. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Grabenda Booty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure General's grandmother's name is Grabenda. Grabenda Booty. So uh, hope she's doing well and she's enjoying her night of jeopardy. Grabenda, we, we appreciate you. Yeah, Grabenda. So the next name, <laughs> this is going to make me laugh maybe more than you. <laughs> oh. The next name that I have here, and this is one of my favorite ones. He's a fullback, and his name is Fat Watts. <laughs> but <laughs> what I found out, he has a brother, and his first name is Kilo. Kilo Watts. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he also <laughs> plays football. And he's electric, by the way. <laughs> boogie, right. boogie, boogie. <laughs> yeah. By the way, have you ever seen that Impractical Joker episode where where Murr has to like stand in this like sauna with a bunch of naked guys and they're all doing that? It's like it's electric, and they all drop their towels and do that dance. It's hilarious. I know, gosh, it's awesome. So anyway, next one. This one. This is one of my favorites. This guy. This is the real guy's name. He's a tight end at FIU, Florida International. His name is Rowdy Beers. Rowdy beers would go great on this show. Yeah. But I feel really bad because Rowdy beers I've learned has a drunk cousin and his first name is too many, <laughs> too many, too many beers is uh Rowdy beers drunk cousin. So I hope he's getting the help he needs. Well, we've already talked about our guy, Parker Titsworth, offensive lineman at OU Justin's alma mater, by the way, where's uh-huh. number 69. So <laughs> This is 
Not only does Parker Titsworth win the Heisman Trophy for the best name in college football this coming year, his uh, very gifted and busty sister, her name, and don't laugh until I finish this one because it's going to be hard for me to get this one out. Her first name is Waterer. Waterer Titsworth. (laughs) I love that name. I'm pretty sure she goes also to OU. Waterer Titsworth. That actually took me a second. Your glasses are off your nose, man. You got to fix those. All right, here we go. Here we go. So I mentioned earlier, this is fit. I should have put this at the very beginning. I mentioned that one of my favorite, like, I guess, rappers or hip hop guys is Tyga. He's got a lot of good songs, a lot of good beats. There is an offensive lineman at UNLV. His name is Tiger Shanks. Tiger Shanks, offensive lineman at UNLV. But I've also learned that Tiger Shanks's best friend is named Rory Sharts. Rory Sharts. <laughs> so Justin, he was really struggling with his favorite defensive player's name. There was a couple really good defensive players' names. Justin's favorite name is a defensive lineman at the University of Kentucky. He's a Wildcat. His name, this is this is the real name, Octavius Oxendide. Octavius Oxendide. After a deep dive into his family, I found out that his father is very neat, very clean, and very tidy. And his name is hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide. Next up, and I really liked Waterer Titsworth. She's probably a sophomore. Uh, this might be the best one. So you might want to not only keep sitting, but hold on to the table because you might fall over. The the next one, he's also a defensive lineman. He goes to Boston College. His name is Shida Salah. Shida Salah. All right. I found out that Shida Salah has a second cousin once removed. His name is also Shida, but his last name is Brick. (laughs) Shida Brick. Remember, remember at Christmas vacation when the little like niece of Clark comes in, he's like, Clark, are you Santa Claus? And he's talking to her about, you know, Santa and he doesn't really come to our house anymore. (laughs) What did she get last year? Oh, just shit and bricks. You really shouldn't say that word, sweetheart. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit and rocks. That's a fantastic line. But I tell you what, man, I really had to dig deep. Uh, Second cousin, once removed, Shitta Brick uh, is related to Shitta Salah. We got three more. (laughs) This also goes in a little bit with Hip Hop Day, apparently. We've got here uh, a neighbor. I found a neighbor. This was was an easier one to find because they live right next door. We have got a neighbor here. This guy is a defensive back, and I made Justin laugh at this one. His name is spelled first off M O H. It's pronounced Mo. Mo, yeah. His last name is Billity. Mo Billity. That's the that's the name. Swear to God, he's a defensive back. I found that his neighbor's name is Mo Problems. Mobility, Mo Problems. Two more. I like this one a lot. Actually, this is this. This is really good. All right. So this guy is a defensive back. He might know seven banks because he plays at LSU and his name is major Burns, major Burns. All right. I found out that his pediatrician's name 
is Richard Hertz. Major Burns, Richard Hertz. <laughs> you guys can put those pieces together on your own. I'm not going to say that out loud. <laughs> Richard Hertz. All right. Last one. Last one. This guy is also a defensive back. Oh. In the college, man, I I couldn't tell you what this college was if you gave me a million dollars. But he's a defensive back, and his name is Dude Person. Dude Person. This guy is a long-lost relative, and I was able to find him, and I've been able to reunite them as one. Long-lost relative. Seems to get a lot of things lost. This guy's name is Dude Wearsmacar. Dude, where's my car? He needs to have St. Anthony on his side. Do you do you get that joke? Yes, I do. Of course. The movie? Yes. Dude, where's my car? Yes. So of dude, dude person, long lost relative, dude, where's my car? Of those dumb names that I came up with at three in the morning, I think you laughed the hardest at Grabenda, Grabenda Booty. Yeah. I also think you really liked <laughs> Shit a Brick. But I, I think your glasses almost fell off your face when I told you that uh, Parker Titsworth's sister, who's gifted upstairs, her first name are Waterer, Waterer Titsworth. <laughs> I have a seriously odd favorite. sense of humor, but I tell you what, man, I can't sleep at night. And that's the shit that keeps me up at night. So I'm really glad I was able to write that down. And hopefully that makes some people laugh. And if it doesn't, well, we just wasted 15 minutes. I thought it was hilarious. It, it certainly was. What are her tits worth? What are her tits worth? Mm. I don't know. A couple grand. Depends on where she's from. If she's from Hollywood. It's probably more. Inflation. <laughs> well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks to my company today. For my co-host, Marcus Walsh, I'm Matt Brubaker. The soundtrack for the show is brought to you by PremiumBeats.com. Please like, subscribe, and follow me on the Twitter machine, personal at MattBrew3, the show at Brew and Company. Thanks so much for listening, and remember, life isn't about the people you meet, but about the company you keep. Until next payday, cheers. <laughs>